Cortana, 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 Cortana. Scrubadubba. This is Athen Nexus, episode 106, Cortana, 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 on Saturday, December 21st, 2013. And now, with grammatical errors caused by my graphical eyes. This episode of Athen Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersed with co-host Matthew Petch. Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? Um, yes. Really? Yeah. You don't even know how it is anymore. I forgot what you asked. Me, are are so. you that out of it today? Who's what? Yeah, I am. Hey, too. how's it going? I, I'm pretty well. Did you prepare for this show? I was so prepared. You actually were, surprisingly. Because I had an extra day, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Today's, <laughs> today's Saturday, not the usual Friday for the show. Wait, so you're telling me by having an extra day, you were able to put notes in? Bingo. Well, that's that's impressive. I got five in a row. Is that how it works? Yeah, usually, unless you get four corners or... Uh, there's some other weird rules that I don't understand. You can like buy your way to victory too. Uh, you can. So for every person you um, ignore while playing the game, you can just go buy your own for free. That's amazing. So when I was in school, I never played bingo the right way. Like they would, you know, announce B five or C four or whatever, right? I'm sure they don't C four. <laughs> I'm sure they do too. Well, whatever they would call. I wouldn't put my marker on the board because then I'd have to win. And if I won, then I'd have to participate. So what I did is if they were giving candy or whatever it was away, I'd just go buy my own later. It's much easier. Mm -hmm. Sounds like uh, a pretty grand childhood. (laughs) No. No. I really just didn't like my Spanish class. Well, I think that was a theme for you throughout your entire career of education. (laughs) Being difficult? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. How about you? Oh, man, this week has been great. Really? So, like, you know how I've been, um, like, a lazy stay-at-home fat guy? Um, No, but I guess if you want to pull it out that way, go ahead. I just lay things out how they are. But that all changed. So, still fat, but also have boatloads of hours this week. Like, um, one day was 11, and all the other days were 8, and except for the one day I didn't have. But next what week, day so, was that? Uh, Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday I didn't have anything. I see. But Monday was like 9 and then off and then 11 and then 9 and then 8. And so for our repeat visitors, you work at a bookstore and the reason you're getting so much traffic is... Everyone else kind of quit. And it's the end, the of, end the of the semester. Yeah. And um, so there's two semesters starting. There's the fake J term for all the people who are J. And there is the uh, spring semester who is going to be starting soon, too. Okay, then. Yeah. And, yeah, no, I've been pretty happy. Um, And I'm going to find a way to spend all the money. I'm going to get paid on Thursday, which is, what's the day after Christmas? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, allegedly that's a banking day. It's going to go in there, and it's going to go right out of there. We're going to blow it all on something crappy, and I don't know what yet. Well, yeah, okay, you have fun with that. Yeah, but no, work's been uh, pretty great and pretty abundant. Pretty abundant. Well, next week, so if the store is open, I got a full shift. It's good. Um, I assume they're closed for Christmas. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, UPS is actually open Christmas Eve, so I told that the guy don't sense. come. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think that's a holiday, too. It should be, but, you know, for shippers, they need to get their uh, wares. Oh, because the shippies would complain mm-hmm. too much. And when the shippie can't get the thing shipped, man, that's bad. Yeah, because, you know, got to ship your pants. When you ship your pants, it's a feeling of pride and amazement. I've actually had to ship my own pair of pants once. I doubt that. Yeah, it was one of them 3D camel pants. Oh, is that so? Had little leaves on them. Well, my week was uh, much 
much shorter than that. I Much less work was involved. What I've been doing for most of this week has been working on the website, if you haven't heard. Oh, man. Did I get some website news and some iTunes news? Yeah, iTunes news. Um, well, let's talk about the website first. Uh, website's different. I don't know how it is different anymore because I forgot all about the old stuff already. Any thoughts? I just subscribe to the feed, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, so what's different is the new shows page. There's now um, descriptions and, and all the shows listed in one place. It even shows you which shows have new episodes in that's one good. nice place. Hey, so is Sam officially retired? Now? No, no, that still is Did not. Uh, Chris Bailey has Tom, Chris? Yeah, what about Reti- him? Did he retire yet? Like, cause you were telling me how you're excited about adding the retirement feature. I am excited. I just didn't do it yet. I might do it someday. I don't know. So there's that. And then on individual pages for episodes, the uh, subscribe features are there. So now, because most of the programs on the network are in iTunes, we needed to add an iTunes subscription link. So now you can also see that there. So nice. it's, a, it's a really nice thing. And I've just cleaned up some styles around the whole website. We also have a new footer, so you can see a, um, a few footer links and a short description of the website on the bottom of every page. And I feel like I did something to the 404 page, but I don't remember what it was. So if you find oh, out, let me well, know. Well, I think that I'm going to get a 404 one because it's autocorrected to the hyphenated version. But that won't work. You, that won't. That would just give you a CenturyLink error? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully you didn't have it called Pumu. If I do. Nope, it's the same. But it also says, hey, try listening to the latest episode of Control Structure 52. Do not pass Google or browsing this grammatical error caused by my graphical eyes. <laughs> That's amazing. I-, I wouldn't be surprised if I wrote it wrong, too. No, but uh, no, it, it seems pretty much. Um, and sorry, we stuttered, as always. And you, you like the logo that? is blurry at the bottom. Like at the very is that is that uniform across all pages now? I don't know. Why don't you find out? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. It turns out. Yeah, so it's a it's a nice update. Uh, what I've also done is added everyone to iTunes, and by everyone I mean the top three shows on the network. In other words, shows that still produce content. So it's not a fringe at, at the Nexus. No, no, you can't put fringes on iTunes. It's too too risky, too vulgar. There's nothing said inappropriate or even remotely inappropriate said on this fringe thing. Is that what you call it? Well, no. So we have Athenexus, of course, which is what we're talking on right now. We also have, of course, the Andrew Bailey and the control structure. And even though he's on an intermittent schedule, which is hard to say, I don't care. He can be on iTunes. That's great. Uh, and finally, we have the 8-Bit, and they're on a um, let's-do-our-show-on-Saturdays-but-never-actually-on-Saturdays kind of schedule. Yeah, so <laughs> I pulled it this week because, you know... I don't I care. Was, yeah, but they I get all these calendar updates, and they're hilarious. Yeah. Uh, what else did I do this week? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so do you know how work picked up this for me this week? Well, it also had the week before, at, towards the end of the week, and so I've been super happy. Five and a half weeks ago, I applied at the post office. Did you just get a response? Yes. Oh, my. I have have 24 hours left to take an online initial assessment to see if I'm worthy of their postal. 24 hours left? They gave me 48. Since when? Well, they they gave Since you got the letter or what? Since I got the email. Oh, and They sent me an email at 6 o'clock Friday. And Mm. so I was still at work. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, ugh, ugh. Oh, I'm working now. Hmm. So what is this test about that you're testing on? Well, so it's all designed to mess with your brain. 
So they'll show you. I can just show things. you show notes, and that works. Yes, 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 yes. So what it does is it it it, it attacks those who are dyslexic. Um, so they'll Indeed. show you like um, eight four nine Tatum Street North, and then they'll show you eight four nine Tatum Street South. Like you have to say, are these two the same? Yes or no? You have a half a second, and then you have to go through like uh, two hundred of them. Oh, that's hard. Oh well, yeah. Um, and then it's supposed to see who is you know organizational. Not you. I think I could spoof it. Yeah, I by don't. doing it right. I think you probably could try. I well, I don't see. I don't chat with local postal workers. So I don't know what they actually know. I mean, I just know what they look like and what they say. I don't know who they are yet. Well, so people can decept you like crazy. So I'm careful about what I think of people until I actually get to know them. I'm glad that's what you do and not what you think. Anyway, great. Before we get to the lightning, there's a uh, new product entry into our into our box realm here. Do you know what that is? Um, looking around, I might might have might have leaked it on the latest episode of uh, Andrew Bailey's Control Structure. Oh, that would be the new Moto G. That's right, the new Moto G. Small box. Yeah, you know it is kind of a small box. It's kind of a lame box. It wasn't even taped. Like they didn't even have a seal. Wow, that's uh, it's poor quality. You know how bad that is. So what I have done is opened it and given it to my father just as intended, but I can tell you about it because I had it for three days anyway. How's the camera? How is the camera? I have no idea. Honestly, I just don't know. It's not nearly as good as the Nexus 7, or the Nexus 5, I mean. From the phone that my dad had, the Evo 3D, the phone that we reviewed here on the show way back then, in the old days of yore, uh, we... You know, talked about its camera because it was a 3D camera and it was uh, kind of impressive at the time for a phone that didn't cost, you know, $600. Uh, this camera can take pictures that are equivalent or just slightly better and it's $200. So that's the progress you make in three and a half years, I guess, right? That's pretty cool. Now, the camera isn't really impressive, but what I think is pretty impressive is it's just overall speed. So I was playing playing Angry Birds Go, which is kind of a racing kart game. You you tried it, right? Yes, I did, and it was um amazing thing. Yeah, so I tried it on the Nexus 5 here, and it does look better on the Nexus 5 because it can, you know, use better, you know, better textures. But even on the Moto G, it looks great and it's very performant and I was very impressed. Everything works fine. If you listen to the Verge reviews, you would be told that scrolling performance is questionable at best, and I disagree entirely. I don't understand what their problem was with their scrolling performance in Chrome. I would say that they're using Chrome and they should be shunned. Well, you know what I think? I think they were visiting the one website that causes scrolling problems. Their site. The Verge, right? Yeah, yeah. I could see how that would be. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a known issue everywhere. Uh, other things, the weight, it's... About the same as a Nexus 4, but heavier than a Nexus 5. Yeah, I just don't like how it's not slippery glass. So I, I don't like how it's not flat on the back. It's curved. So you can't sit it down, like, flat. It's, it's, it's it, fine. It annoys it's just like me. the iPad 1. It annoys me. It's unacceptable. Jobs approved. Mm. That's a good style. So so you set it down, and you could just make it spin. So many products can do that. Yeah, and, and unlike the iPad 1, the screen's display can rotate to any orientation. So great. Win, so, win. so I um did did some data testing with the phone, and on HSPA Plus in North St. Paul, we were able to get around five down and two up. So that's pretty decent. Super I, decent. I'm sure here in um you know the downtown or the middle of the downtowns would get a little bit better. 
Midway is in the middle of the downtown. Trust me. The way you think about it is not acceptable. Why? Why? Why we not? We are in... It's seven miles each way to get to downtown. Yeah, and that's how radio waves work. They extend out from where they start. You know, it's the air gap. <laughs> it is the air gap. It's the seven-mile air gap. And we have copper wire going to satellites. We do. And uh, let's see, what else? Uh, not much else. Oh, so we took the screen protector off. Big difference. I see. It... So out of the box, the so d- does anybody remember what their first Nexus Five looked like out of the box? It had a big Nexus word in the front. Does anybody remember what the Nexus Four looked like out of the box? There was a plus, minus, and a power sign where those buttons were on the device physically, but on li- overlaid on the screen so that you knew what those buttons were. So instead of being subtle about it like the Nexus Four, and even worse than the Nexus Five's uh, very blatant logo and embossing the moto g had this weird you know like screen goo placed onto it so that it would pixelate the screen and then where the motorola logo was there would be this weird ink so that it would be raised and not touch sensitive yeah and the whole thing didn't seem to work at all like the whole ink was just fog and terrible so once we took that off, way better. The screen's brightness improved. The screen's clarity improved. You could really tell it was a 720p screen. But it sounded better, too. Uh, it didn't sound any different. Really? No, we, we were very impressed with the sound. Did you try the sound at all? Yes, it did. It, it is it, very it, loud. It's pretty clear pretty much all the time. And I have one problem with the headphone jack. What? It's in the middle? It's top center. What's wrong with that? Uh, you know, I like things picking a side and sticking with it. You don't, you don't want things so straight, huh? When things are that straight, it's just eerie. I understand. A little queer, too. Uh, A little bit, huh? Okay. Well, we might have to fire you now. You know. Oops. Anyway, um, let's see. The um, one other thing that we tried was doing some calls, because it is a phone. Did it work? So we used his old phone right beforehand and his new phone right after, because they're still both active. Um, And we both called my phone, right? So it's Nexus 5. Okay. And... The, the the Evo 3D sounded muffled and foggy, because you can sound foggy, and the Moto G sounded much clearer, and much louder, in fact. And I have no idea if that was sprint or just because he had a terrible microphone on the Evo 3D, but, um, you know. Yeah, that's cool. So, for $200, this Motorola Moto G is pretty nice. Now, am I impressed by it, spec-wise or phone-wise? No, I would still pay the extra $150 to get the more premium-feeling nexus 5 but if i didn't have 150 and i needed a phone i would definitely do the 200 dollar moto g so do you want to do news now lightning time yo okay well let's do that now let's let's talk about the moto g a little bit more because you know it can never end the moto g do you know how we talked back a couple of weeks ago like maybe around the uh, black friday time period do you remember that Mm -hmm. we talked about how the moto g would be coming in january to the united states yeah. But do you remember why we said it would come in January? With the, that's what they said. That's what they said. But what, what were they giving us in return? You know, I don't know. I think a newer Android or something. Yes, they were going to give us 4.4 KitKat along with our new Moto Gs that would come out in January. But for some reason, Motorola made the the shipments come early. They they started shipping in in December on the ninth, and that's pretty cool, right? That's just because they wanted to be able to say fastest rollout ever before the rollout was even supposed to roll out. 
Yeah. Yes. Well, I've got news for you. They are breaking another rollout record, and that is with KitKat again. So instead of being in January, which would have still been earlier than ever before, they're doing it right now. So in the next few days, people with Motorola G's purchased from Amazon and Motorola directly, they'll be getting their 4.4 update over the air, and people on carriers, well, they'll get it sometime. Mm. It's funny but, how the people but, who pay so much more get less get, quality. Get, get, get it later. Well, they said in the next few weeks for those carrier people, but it's still at the carrier's discretion and when that happens. But that's still really impressive to get an entire Android update days after a phone was released in its, in its territory. Yeah, that's amazing. It, it never happens. Yeah, it never happens for carriers. No. Hey, speaking of carriers, hey, you like T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. We all like T-Mobile. Well, there's another uncarry event scheduled for CES on January 8th. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be pretty epic. What do you think they're going to be talking about there? What haven't they done yet? So the first well, Uncarrier event showed them the um, the jump pivoting model. Uh, then there was the um, you know fall. I don't even know what else there was. Like I, the Uncarrier model isn't really a thing. It's still a contract, and you still have to pay for your phone. There's nothing different about it. Yeah. So quick question about your Moto G. Mm-hmm. So. It's a T-Mobile plan, right? Mm-hmm. And you went to a T-Mobile store to set it up, right? No, no. So what we did was we went to a T-Mobile store, and uh, I wasn't there, but my dad went, and they told him, no, no, that that plan you can't get here. We haven't been able to do that plan here in stores for six months. And this was at the Maplewood T-Mobile that you and I went to that one late night in the snow. Same same store? Yep, same mobile Maplewood T-Mobile. Oh, they didn't deal with Daniel's Jack, and. I think that was the guy's name. Not sure. Okay, then. I have his business card sitting on my table. Well, we should call him up and see if he still works there, because I doubt it. Because he was too good of an employee to work there still. Six minutes. I was texting you. I know. And now, look. You're, you're just... Uh, I, I never hear from you ever anyway. Well, uh, yeah. Anyway. So what can you tell me about Motorola? Well, before we get to that, what we think they're going to be talking about at CES for T-Mobile, what we think they're going to be talking about, what the rumor is, is that they're going to be offering a like credit if you sign up for a T-Mobile plan and you agree to do it for a long period of time, in other words, paying off the balance of your phone, they will pay for your early t- termination fee from another carrier. Wow, that's actually... Uh... Could make Virgin Mobile go bankrupt. That's what the rumor is. Now, I think that's that's a good start, but I don't know if that's necessarily enough. Because a lot of people... I don't know if that's enough. Okay. I, I just don't think so. Like, I think in order to be enough, they need to make all their plans just cheaper. Like, that would get people there. People would break their termination fees just overall. Like, the $350 for the termination fee is a drop in the bucket compared to two years and then a $15 reduction every month in fees. And if they did $15 across the board, except that $30 plan, like, that's bare minimum, I think. What if they made it $29.99? What if they made it 25 like the original Virgin Mobile? Well, that'd be great, but they're not. But if they did, great. That would be great. Yeah, it would be great. That would be the greatest. Yeah. So what I can tell you about Motorola is that this summer, Motorola showed our favorite Motorola product, the Moto X, mm-hmm. on some grass. Bet they did. See, they need a Mayday button. Hold this. Thank you. Oh, your Nexus 5 is powering down for the second time since acquisition. <laughs> third, I had an update. Oh, you had an update. Yeah, third, I had an update. Yeah. So, what were we talking about? Well, we're, we were we were about to say BlackBerry. No, we weren't. Oh, the grass? Yes, yeah, so the grass. 
I don't want to talk about your grass. I want to talk about black. The, the Moto X was. A, I want to talk about some bushes. The Moto X was photographed on grass, and now what has happened? It is now finally available in the type of material that we were shown. It is now available in wood. Would you like wood backing on your Moto X? Yes. Now, do you think it's really wood backing, or do you think it's kind of fake laminate? I think it's a picture of real wood. So, okay then. Now, I also want to ask, how much do you think this costs extra? Uh, you know, I didn't not, think it would cost anything more. Yeah, that's what I, I thought, thought too. it would be an option. I thought it would just be an option because it's obviously just a picture of wood, right? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently it's not because apparently you have to pay $100 extra. So your $650 Moto X uh, is now $750 if you buy the wood option. You know, if they sell any, they've made some people cry. No, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people really want the wood option. It looks really nice. It's, I, I, I think the idea of it is cool, and especially if it's real wood. I'd be very impressed. But it's kind of expensive. That it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, it is time for Blackberry. Tell Blackberry, me about Blackberry, it. Blackberry, 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 Blackberry. So, joyous the news. They made money for once. We'll get to there. Oh, oh dear. But, you know, their stock, they it have fell. value. It plummeted. 16% in the upward direction. How? I don't know. Because <laughs> they, same day they announced, yes, overall this year, we've had plus 16% stock raise, but we're also having to lose $4.4 billion. Wait, so their stock rose on the news that they lost $4.4 billion. Their stock rose because they signed a five-year deal with Foxconn. To do what? Make all products. Make BlackBerry 7s? That's not with, a good deal. And playbooks. Oh, and playbooks. Playbooks still. are gonna save them. No, no, they will not. They'll tank them. I don't know. This 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 whole BlackBerry thing is is really strange. Last week, one of the things that BlackBerry did was their uh, CEO issued a statement saying that we're still relevant, and our customers still love us, and, and it was just just complete silence in the air. So you know they have a new CEO, right? Thorsten Titans is gone, right? I heard. And and I don't even know who the new guy is. I didn't know they had found one yet. Oh, they did. They found one instantly. He was already working at the company. They just kicked the old guy out. Yeah. And for good reason, obviously, right? I don't think it was very bad for Heinz. Like, I think he got a Oh, he a got, lot he, of, he got a, lot of, a lot of money. Like, he's doing it. fine in some golf course. Now, there's, there's of course, still the... I think I think that one of them was Mike Lazaridis. Uh, uh, those are the original two co-founders or two co-CEOs of BlackBerry, and I'm sure they're still swimming around the 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 CEO position, if if possible. Like I'm sure they want around the rim. I'm sure they want to, yeah, somewhere around the rim. Indeed, I like it. Uh, so, can I tell you about phones? Sure. We, now, we we talk about phones more than anything else. This week we have to, and it's kind of unfortunate. But let's let me tell you about a phone. Let's say you really need a phone that can get the highest resolution, right? Because you know you're you're doing something that requires. The highest fidelity, you know, something with accuracy and precision, you need to be able to see all 1.4 megapixels of your Photoshop document at once on your phone. I need better eyes and smaller fingers for me to appreciate it, though. You, you might need that, but but you can't have those. But I can get you a 2K phone. Wow. I could be half of what that guy was. That's true, but on your phone. So maybe that's even more. I do have two hands. No, I, I think it would sum up to 4K. <laughs> well, I am proud to introduce to you the Oppo Find 7. Now, what kind of name is this for Something a Something you call an opium den? 
No, Oppo Find 7. There's an Oppo Find 5, which is a pretty decent phone, I, I guess. You know, I've never heard of it. Uh, it's not really sold here. It's really for Chinese oh. markets, you know, for Asian markets. But mm. it's it's essentially like a Nexus, but there. You know, it's a, it's a high-end phone. Um, they're partnering right now with CyanogenMod to um, release a Cyanogen on these, outside, you know, right off the you know factory line. So that that's a nice thing. So this Oppo Find 7 will be featuring a 2K display, among other things. Uh, it'll be featuring the uh, resolution of 2560 by 1440 on a phone, not even a desktop display, within 6 inches. So that puts it at a PPI of 489, which is pretty darn close to 500. So that's pretty impressive, right? Mm-hmm. But it gets better than that. How much better? Well, we have... Um, you know, some thoughts here about what kind of other internals it'll have. So it'll have about 4,000 4, mAh battery because a screen that's six inches and at such high densities will need some, you know, power, right, to uh, support it. So that's good. But it'll also have a Snapdragon 805. That's the newest one. That is the newest one. And it's very interesting that this will be one of those first phones. It'll also be featuring three gigabytes of memory because, you know, a phone needs three gigabytes of memory. You know, for the latest version of Photoshop. I mean, you got dots going, you got some go. I mean, you might as well run Photoshop on the phone because it's going to be faster. Honestly, yeah. No, 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 no Adobe product runs so, better. I got an email this week from LastPass saying my uh, Adobe account was involved in a hack. Really? Yeah. I got nothing from Adobe, but LastPass <laughs> says, hey, we found your information publicly. Change now. That's pretty bad. Well, it's pretty good. LastPass was on the ball. Yeah, I mean, the Adobe did. Well, they dropped both of them. Like, you, you just don't do that. I thought, I thought that was you one day. It's been several days. Oh, my. Yeah. Hey, do you remember last week? That I do. wasn't this day. Well, there was a Windows 8.1 phone that we were talking about. We were talking about, like, how they were changing their whole model, and they are having on-screen buttons. Yeah, because they loved and touted and, and glorified those capacitive touch buttons they so loved. Yeah. Well, so... They're still moving in that direction, and now we still know a little more. So, making a whole on Android, you have the Google Now, mm-hmm. and on the Apple crap, you have the, your little Siri. I see how biased we are here. Well, Android's a platform, and Siri's a joke. Still not a good job, but okay, we'll move along. Well, no, he's dead. Um, but no, this, this is actually where the joke gets really good. So, Microsoft has an answer, and they named their answer Cortana. So you mean the Halo AI? Yes. That stays really inside one? of your helmet. Well, okay. But that stays inside of your helmet constantly and Always talks to you. Always in your helmet. Unless you put her in a ship. Yeah. And unless you like dock with some Forerunner technology and she just waits there while you get blown up. Yeah. My little floating spark. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. No, it's great. Cortana. So this is interesting because we knew about it before, but we didn't know that it was going to come to Windows 8.1 on the mobile side. We didn't think it would come there this soon. We thought this was like one of those, you know, this is a cool project we're working on. We'll see if it goes anywhere. And we'll things. rename it. Right. Exactly. You know, they, they make up code names all the time. But if they're truly calling it Cortana when it is released, and I would be very impressed, I'd be very impressed. Um, this is what Bulmer has to say. These are his words. Our UI will be deeply personalized based on the advanced, almost magical intelligence in our cloud that learns more and more over time about the people and the world. Our shell will natively support all of our essential services and be great at responding seamlessly to what people ask for and even anticipating what they need to know before they ask. Wow. So, Balmer clearly has no idea what the name of the product is, and I think he just put a lot of words together that might mean something. 
Or his staff did. Yeah, I mean, that's really the definition of Google now, more or less. I mean, from what I know of Ballmer, it's more than one word repeated again and again and again. So it couldn't be his touch. No, no, no. He's not saying, Cortana, Cortana, Cortana! If he was, I mean, you know, it would be a thing, but... No, I mean, I'm looking forward to this 8.1... I'll, I'll go to a Best Buy and look at it. So I, I, I really wonder what it would do differently than now, Google Now and Siri. What do you think those things would be? Actually, I think their first target will be to get something on par, and then. But which one would they copy more? Well, hopefully, you know Google Now, right? Obviously, but I hope they add more jokes in. Ha 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 ha! Features pay now. <laughs> or I think what you meant is. <laughs> subscription model pay now again and again and again that's what you meant but it can stand on its own with a portable stand these new phones are going to have a stand that kicks out so kickstand yeah because all these models are going to have to be self-supporting well they're not because they rely on azure self-supporting yeah if the phone stands on its own yeah. i feel like i could say it's self-supporting. If, the, if, the, if the phone stands on its own the shoe fits but it's more like the palm fits, like the palm of your hand, like you put your phone, and that's where you keep your phone most of the time, in your palm. I'm glad that's where you keep your phone most of the time. Well, but let me tell you about Clearwire and Dish. Sure. <laughs> so, do you remember Dish? Do you know what they were going after Clearwire for? Uh, um, some anti-competitiveness. With that, they were really just trying to mess with Sprint, who owned most of Clearwire at the time, and they just wanted to buy a little bit so they could try to get into the you know, 4G LTE game. Mm-hmm. Well... You know, that didn't work out too well because Sprint kind of just bought up the rest of Clearwire, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, later on, Sprint made a deal with Dish to just do that same thing so they could begin partnering uh, so that if you were uh, a Dish customer in, in a rural area, you could get satellite TV and then you could get long-distance specialty broadband over the Sprint network. Well... It turns out Dish still isn't satisfied with their network acquisitions. They want to expand from more than just being a satellite company. They also want something better. And do you remember the big story last week about T-Mobile and Sprint? The big acquisition? Nope. Well, that big acquisition still won't happen. But apparently Dish is just as interested in T-Mobile as Sprint is. Nice. Now, I don't think... It doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound like $20 billion is a good idea for Dish right now, because I don't think they they have just $20 billion to spend, but I might be surprised. I'm sure you will. Hey, do you remember that thing that uh, kicks the llama's amp? I do. Well, the thing that kicks the llama's amp is actually called WinApp, and do you remember when AOL was going to, you know, nuke it? Yes. And by nuke it, I mean just let it wither and die. Um, but no, they found somebody to uh, pick it up again, and they're confident that somebody's actually going to go through with it. So, undisclosed buyer, but disclosed reality. It's going to happen. So, we don't know who it is, and this is absurd. Or how much. Or how much they're paying for it. And because we don't know who it is, we don't know if it's really going to end, like, the day after the, the you know, official closing goes through. Which was yesterday. Right. So, is it gone? Do we? Did anyone check? Well... <sighs> like if it were gone i would have seen it in the news and i didn't so it's just really suspicious right not only that if microsoft really bought it what are they going to do with it nope free download right now 
There's really nothing Microsoft needs WinApp for, let alone Shoutcast, even though they could pivot Shoutcast into some Xbox radio service really easily. There is really just nothing that is that, that makes sense here. Wouldn't it be funny if Apple just bought it? Just like, eh, okay, we'll kill it. That's, that's, a, that's a Google move, so I don't think so. Okay, fine. Well, talking about Google, let's talk about LG in the Chrome. Ooh, Chrome, Chrome. Do you know what LG makes? Phones, TVs, displays, yeah. solar panels. Now, have you ever heard of an LG computer? No, actually. I haven't either, but until now. Apparently, they've made something strange. It's called a Chrome base. Chrome base. A Chrome base. Not a Chromebook, a Chrome base. It's got to be better than a Q and a Chromebook. Um, No. So here's what it is. It's an all-in-one computer. So basically, you get a stand, a monitor, and the computer attached to the back of the monitor. So it's like an iMac, more or less. It's an all-in-one. Okay. And here's what it gets or it comes with. It comes with Chrome OS, a stand, and a screen for at, at uh, 21.5 inches. So it's a decent display at 1080p. It is going to feature a Haswell Celeron with an undisclosed clock speed. It's going to feature two gigabytes of memory with a 16 gigabyte solid state drive. Hmm. Oh, and it mysteriously lacks Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. No Wi-Fi. And or Bluetooth. So, you know how I always say I live in this fictitious world and I think everything that's industrial is better and all these other things and everything else. So, I, I pride myself with my wired network. And I, uh, But I do understand that most people don't have the luxury of being smart. Um, and they rely <laughs> pretty heavily on Wi-Fi. you're still a little bit missing the picture, but uh, okay. No, no, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think so. But ha- Wi-Fi is a kind of a thing now for some people like that's gotten around their stupidity like they don't have to run cable imagine if you were a school for instance and you needed to just fill up you know a simple you know a simple lab for just you know testing or something right yeah and you could get these for 250 bucks each or 300 each that's you could get i'd find a way to pay 400 for them you could get okay fine you could get four of these or three of these for one imac right Three, three, three Chrome bases for one iMac. You could fill up a, a lab for a third of the price, basically. This is a, would be a great deal, but now that they don't have Wi-Fi, that makes it a lot harder if you have to go wire the place up. But if you're doing a lab, you'd assume you'd have it. Wi-Fi. Has to be wired, does it? Yeah. Okay. Industry standard. You again? My life is my industry, uh-huh. and it's standardized. I don't believe that. No. But what if you were also just uh, just a person? Like, who has just Ethernet cables running all over their house? Not that you'd ever get a Chromebook anyway, or a Chrome base, I mean. Well, I would imagine all houses should. But they don't. Yeah, so there's so many people around here rent houses, and they can't actually make changes, and like people live in little condos and things. Right. Like my grandma, she can't just... Cat five up her apartment condo, and I don't think she would even if she could do it to her condo. Most people don't like cables in their house, but you put it in the walls. Most people don't rip up their walls. Well, it's a thing that happens. No, it's not. When you let me go crazy, well, actually, you didn't let me set restrictions and stuff. It did make a difference when you moved your things and had a nice clean wiring closet. It's nice, I agree, but we didn't really have to rip any walls in there. The walls were already gone here. That was nice. Yeah. Like, power to the outlets, just tap off the next one. Oh, well, you know, funny you mentioned that. So the outlet my dad moved doesn't work. Which one did he move? So, you know, the one that was that legitimately labeled fridge? Doesn't work. <laughs> he moved it down. Doesn't work. 
that's that's kind of funny. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, so this this Chrome thing, we'll see what happens. Now, there's no word on pricing, so we don't know what the price is. So I'm saying, you know, two fifty to four hundred. I'm thinking the latter price, or there could be a legit three hundred dollar price, and then Bluetooth and Wi-Fi added for four hundred or something. You know, um, they're definitely not adding LTE to one of these, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, but we also don't know when its precise release date is. We only know that it's sometime in 2014. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah. It not take off. Hey, do you know what's finally ready and we've been waiting for forever? Ah, uh, something expensive. Something that you could probably buy like two boats for. I thought you were going to say the exact inverse of a Chrome base. No. Pretty much. Well, yeah. So trash cans are ready. The Mac and, Pros. Um, yeah. Hmm. They look beautiful. I'd love to have five of them stacked together and just looking there like just, a pillar. Just, just, a, just a cylinder yeah. of them, yeah. The most expensive cylinder you've ever seen. So starting at three grand. And so there's two models. There's the two two twenty nine ninety nine and the thirty nine ninety nine models. And then there's a lot of customization you can do, but customization's not ready quite yet. Um, but it's coming very soon, and here are some of those pricing specs. So if you want... A base model, those come with six cores. But if you want the eight core model, you have to pay an extra $1,500. If you want the 12 core model, you have to pay an extra $3,000. And that's how much you should pay for the product, not just an addition. Now, if you wanted, for example, 32 gigabytes of memory instead of the standard 12, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how they can go from 12 to 32, that's kind of weird, but you can pay an extra $400. And if you want 64 gigabytes of memory, you can pay an extra $1,600. Now, 1600 for 64 gigs of memory. I do know that this is the special super clock yeah, stuff, this like is, the 1833. I don't know what the speed is. Oh, uh, it's 1833. But the, the more important one is that it's the ECC memory, I think. Mm-hmm. It's that error correction memory. Oh. So that is pretty <laughs> fancy. Look, what? 16 gigabyte, 1866. Oh, yeah, there it is. I was back from, like, fall Great. Like, when they did the thing. You I know, mean, 1866 doesn't sound very fast, but that probably is just what it caps out on on the uh, Ivy Bridge E-Line. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like... Not that a, fast. It, no, it's plenty fast. Not that fast. Super fast. Like, the base speed on those uh, AMD um, APU chips is 2133. Well, it's, you know, APUing. It's different. Not... Nah, no. Well, so it can just go pew pew, and this just can't pew pew as fast. Well, anyway, you can get an additional 512 gigabytes of solid state storage for what, 300. What comes with it? Well, it comes with 100 or 256 PCIe based solid state. So it's not like you can just swap drives yourself. You have to physically do some crazy PCI Express solid state mounting. Mm-hmm. With memory chips and controllers, so you keep the one hard drive. Then they don't upgrade the hard drive. You get a second hard. I think drive. You, I think you do get a second one because you put yeah. two solid state drives in. Um, so you get the additional five twelve for three hundred or one terabyte for eight hundred. Yeah. So and then all your other physical storage has to be outside through Thunderbolt. Now, how easy is it to spend seven grand? Not for me. Not very easy because I don't have that. Like just in getting half of these upgrades. Well. I mean, if you get twelve cores, you know. So from what I hear, so Marco, our good friend on the um, internet, he has put together a nice spreadsheet of an internet type table, and it basically goes through what the improvements are going from six to eight to twelve cores, and because the twelve core um, model lowers the clock speed so much, your single thread productivity basically just plummets. Unless you have something that is heavily multi-threaded, the 12-core is worthless. 
I still think it's nice. Well, I'm sure it is nice. But he says for audio editing, it's worthless. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So he would say. He, so he he says get the most expensive. No, he would say get 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 the eight could, core. Get the if you're going to upgrade, get the eight core. But you probably can just live with the six core. Basically, that's what he says. He also six says six core is not an option, though, is it? Yeah, it's the standard model. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Because why would it start at six? I don't know. Because didn't the last one start at eight? No, the last one started at four, and they went up to eight. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've never been a Mechanite. Well, but this isn't standard Mac stuff. These are Xeons, and the Xeons are not traditional and clear either. Yeah. You know, the Xeons that we have here in the house, they're they're the dual socket Xeons, and they're just crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can just uh, spend all of your hard-earned money for the last and next 14 years. Yeah. I just... I just don't know about these. Well, you know, these Mac Pros are contributing to the hippie problem, apparently. So, your words, not mine. Uh, apparently, there are picketers in front of bus stops that Apple employees attend to get rides to campus. And these picketers are protesting due to the influx of high living residences because of people who work at Apple and Google and other Silicon Valley places in San Francisco. Okay. Either the story all wrong. Stupid hippies smoke pot all day. Broke, broke, by broke. They they can't even buy a new pair of shoes. That's a broke. Like one hippie, like has to like. There's only there's only twenty picketers at the one stop because they only had twenty pair of shoes out of the eight hundred people that are living there. Like so, these super poor broke people. What did you do to that mic? Like the cuse neck got ranked. <laughs> and either way, so you know. California is this terrible human cesspool of stupidity and other things. But there are two beacons of hope. You have your Apple and you have your Google. I'm sure Both there's a couple of others. Negatable in this analogy. Huh? Either way, both of those people pay well because they're, you know, the biggest tech giants in the states. So naturally, those big places are going to have people who want to live near their place. And they're going to have, you know, a need for expensive houses to show how awesome they are. And so what happens to all the poor people who are, you know, poor? They get pushed out of their city that they lived in for a few years while they can't even remember half the memories because they're so coked out. Either way, stupid hippies are saying that they don't want San Francisco to foreclose houses. Like, it's just, this is all like, stop foreclosures and stop these other things. It's the Apple people's fault for making money because they're smart. By the way, stay high. Foul abs. I hate hippies. And California's a cesspool. Do you know you can't even have any like you know my nine millimeter? I couldn't bring it up there because it has a twelve round mag, high capacity mag. That a problem? It's it's a relic. Like I, my brother was able to buy one because it was over fifty years old and all these other relic standards. Like, yeah, yuck. Well, okay then. Uh, yeah, get past that yuck. Yeah, you you do that. Tell me about something else. Oh, uh, interesting poll. Um, a pole, <laughs> Polish guy. Um, he actually no Polish or maybe Danish or Danish. I don't know. Um, so somewhere in the Europe, like that, that that place is real. Um, but PC Pro reports that uh, this Danish security firm has found that uh, Microsoft Security Essential misses thirty nine percent of real world um, malware. Do you think that's true? Well, kind of. I mean, I've never had any issues. I've never so... had any issues with it either. 
I don't know how real world this test is, but it, yeah. yeah, it's not McAfee running in the test. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I, I think Microsoft has a very clear grasp of what the Security Essentials does, and the fact that they're bundling bundling it with Windows 8 is pretty pretty clear that they think it's good enough. Yeah. So just recently, I was fixing somebody's computer, and they they had an outdated uh, antivirus program on it. And during one of its updates, and because it couldn't update because it had, it, their subscription had run out, one of the previous updates broke one of the extensions that the Internet Explorer was using. Wow, it sounds like... Uh, and because fun. it broke, Internet Explorer would refuse to load anything you typed into the address bar or anywhere else. So you couldn't use the Internet Explorer effectively. So you just throw Firefox or yeah, something I, I did on Chrome. Drive I did Chrome. And, well, I suppose you do Chrome. Yeah. Yeah. But so actually, what I did because it was running Windows eight is I used the Metro Internet Explorer, which is a not the same Internet Explorer. Of course, it isn't. Yeah. So I used the Metro Internet Explorer to do uh, the download of Chrome, which I thought was hilarious. And um, so uh, this this so then after I had installed Chrome, I took the um, old unupdated antivirus, took it off, and just installed Security Essentials. Yeah. Or, or really, what I did because it was Windows Eight is I turned on Defender, which is Security Essentials. It was, it, it's just much easier to deal with, and it doesn't take nearly as many resources as some other program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, as long, it just sounds like they weren't so messed up because I've seen people who have AVG Security Essentials and McAfee mm-hmm. at once, plus a little Norton, and then they want some more just in case. Yeah. We get this a lot in community education, too, and we tell people to just do security essentials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you about Bitcoin. Bitcoins. Oh, man, they were so much. They were. Now they're not. Really? No, no. So last week, they were quite expensive. They they had a spike again to 1000 It stayed up there for a whole week. Yeah. yeah. And now, guess what? $500 each. Wow. And I, you know what caused this? China's, China's blatant dismissal of the currency. You know, I'm really surprised the U.S. hasn't done it yet either. Well, I don't know if the U.S. is very smart. Well, see, I think they are now. So now that China's, you know, blocked it, the United States could put all their treasury funds instead of Fort Knox and having all the gold, just bitcoins. That way, when China comes to collect the debt, they can't even accept it. We've encrypted the key. Good luck trying to get it. We can't even. Well, that's not very useful either. But they won't have it. Well, I mean, no. As long as we all lose together, it's fine. That that's the wrong way to think about it. Really? I'm yes. Yeah. So do you know how earlier today you were talking about your Upus five, seven, like the that phone that was uh, Oppo Find five and seven. Those those, those devices. <laughs> okay. Okay, forgive me, but they sound incredibly fake, and I will treat them as such. They, they, they totally are. In the United States, they are the fakest products I've ever heard of. But people really like them when they can somehow import them. Yeah. And so you're saying they were running the CyanogenMod mod instead of the yeah, stock they're, they, they're, 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 the, the company is partnering with CyanogenMod to release them out of the factory, out of the box. Yeah. And so unrelated to that partnership, um, CyanogenMod was able to raise $23 million. And so with that kind of real money, they can... Um, really, you know, actually pay their staff, first of all, and um, make their stuff bigger. And so it's actually going to be an actual thing normal people are going to be given a choice to. Now, so did you, have you have you been listening and watching to the entire legacy of the CyanogenMod stuff? Did, no. I, the first time I heard about it was when you showed me your P-pad. Yeah. Where is that thing? Oh, there it is. So on Not the, on the uh, what is that thing called again? 
Uh, touchpad. Yeah, touchpad. So on the touchpad, I have Sun Engine Mod. I think it's CM 10.1. I'm not actually sure, but I think it's something like that. And the idea of Sun Engine Mod is it's stock Android-ish. So they, they it looks like stock Android, but it just has minor improvements on top of whatever Google is using providing. And less random firmware. I right. Um, but so the other thing about Signage Mod is that up until now is it's pretty much been exclusively done by just community developers. Um, you could donate maybe to them if they wanted to allow donations, but they were really just doing it for fun and to help out and to be cool. But now they've turned into a business, and this actually happened a few months ago when, when they, they turned into a business. And I think it's really interesting to go from just a loose group of people contributing to you know a few code bases to making a business and supporting full-time devices all the time. Uh, it, it's a it's a big step up, even then to go a step further and to make a hardware partnership. Uh, and, Which is uh, fast. Right. Just, I mean, just Ubuntu, within... how long have they been struggling with that? Yeah, I but mean, nobody likes Ubuntu. But they've been, a, Canonical's been a company forever. Yeah. And, and they've... And if they had pursued the hardware angle at the time of 1010, I mean 1004, and they had not done the unity, which divided the community... Yes. They would have succeeded. But you say they turned into a company last month, and they already have done so much. No, no, it wasn't last month. It was a few months ago. In their first 100 days... Uh, I don't know if it was 100, but, you know, yeah, okay. First year. First year, definitely. In the first year, they've gone from uh, just a community of developers working part-time on something to a full-time paid employees in a company to getting a hardware partner to getting funding through Series A or Series B or Series something or other funding. So they know how to make things happen. That's pretty good. But I think there's 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 also some down downsides to what they've done. They um, formalized the installation process of say an engine mod, and it was kind of cool. But Google Play rejected it, so it was in the store for a few days, a couple weeks maybe, and then Google Play kicked it out, stating you know like we can't have this in the store because of some reason or another. Hmm. And, and you know that's fine. The people who still want CyanogenMod mod can just go get it from the website and sideload it just like any other APK and the installation process will start if it's a supported device. That's great. But it does hamper their ability to just let people take their Samsung S4 to, you know, CyanogenMod S4. So there is that disconnect that, that still can't be helped if you're a normal person. So until they can get more hardware partners or they can get carriers to offer their device as a variety, they still won't make enough money, I think. Like, what would be their model? Like, they can't sell CyanogenMod because it's still open source, right? So I still don't, I, I just don't know. It, it wouldn't work if they started their own ecosystem of apps. No. So $23 million is pretty good, but it will dry up eventually. So they have a year to figure out how to make money off of this. Well... So you know how Google gives like to the Linux Foundation or the FSF, all these other things, but I don't think they would fund something like... No, actually, I think they might fund it, because then they can take oh. the ideas for free. <laughs> really? Well, I guess the Chrome team kind of pays the Firefox team, not directly at no, all. No, but, but it's true. They, you know, it's a whole ecosystem of payments back and forth, so yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I wonder how that's going to pan out. I don't know. It's a very interesting thing. I, I really do like CyanogenMod. They, they make devices that that aren't supported anymore become supported. So, for example, this summer, or just not even the summer, but 4.4, it's not compatible with um, the Galaxy Nexus, but the CyanogenMod version is. That's so why can't Google support it when CyanogenMod can? Well, why can Google support XP 
when Microsoft can't even explore. But Microsoft doesn't profit on XP anymore. Google can. Ah. Poorly, poor gullible people looking for ads. Like, that's XP's user's definition. Actually kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so there's this guy in Sweden. Sweden? Sweden. Is that a place? Is it a place? I've not been there. Heard it's real. I have to look. Believe oh, not in real. Wrong shirt. Yes. Yeah. Um. So this guy was fined um four point million um four point million sect or whatever it is. Either way, it's about six hundred fifty thousand dollars USBs, uh, for uploading a movie and seeding it. So just the one movie, and so the three hundred thousand dollars of the fine. So three hundred thousand of that six hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Okay. Um, was because he uploaded the rip in bad quality. What is bad quality like? Two forty, like four eighty. Four eighty. It was a, it was a blue so like ray. standard. It was a, yeah, like okay. it was advertised as HD and all those uh. things. And so, the company was saying that was also suing. Like, not only did we not profit from this, people think that we made this crap, and we made this crap look nice. And yeah, it's uh, kind of funny. It's also very sad for the poor guy. Uh this is kind of weird. I don't know really what that. Like so, obviously that was in a Swedish court and not here. So Correcto. the 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 usual case is that that wouldn't happen here. But you know, in, I guess in Sweden that can happen. Yeah. So we have some main topics. I don't know. If oh, I kind of cold a little. Uh, we have some main topics to talk about here. The primary one being the important one, which is my my um sponsor in no way in shape and form, except that's where I shop for my food. Um. Had a major hacking recently. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this? Domino's. No. That's where you shop for your food. 100% of the time. Not quite 100, but pretty darn okay. close. If I go to this tab I have open, <laughs> I have two pizzas with carryout with just a finger click away of checkout. Oh, man. Why do them St. Jude peoples want money again? Well, anyway, while you're dealing with them. So, do you, do you know what happened to the Target problem? What, do you know what happened to Target? Um, just everyone who spent, went to this tangible store, used their credit card to pay for goods, which should have been everyone, just after Black Friday, had their credit cards logged and sold. So, according to Target, anybody who shopped in Target with a credit card or debit card between the 27th and the 14th of December, or the 27th of November on the 14th of December, apparently a group of 40 million people apparently had their cards allegedly possibly been read by some third party somewhere, somehow. And so they said they fixed the problem, so it can't happen again in that same particular way. Likewise, they said, uh, their statement is that any financial uh, problems that occur from this you will not be held responsible for it. Although they don't say whether they mean on their own target cards or they mean everybody or anything. They really haven't done a good job at communicating this. But, um, you know, they have tried to make some amends, right? Do you know what that, that one of those things was? Like 20% off? or s- it's, it's It could be 20 if you think about it that way. But it's 10% off today and tomorrow at Target stores anywhere in the U.S. Well, it's cool. So, so it's, you know, 10% isn't a huge deal, but it's a nice gesture in the right direction. Um, they're also... Um, Want to go buy some ballparks? I don't. But they're also... Why should we save like 20 cents? Yeah. They're also adding... Well, so I went shopping for the grandmother's groceries today. That was quite a, a tragedy, but... Why? My mom is really slow at shopping. Oh, I thought you meant like there's so many people trying to get 10% off. No, no, nobody was there. Well, yeah, they didn't want to get hosed. No, just, just, just nobody was there. Uh, and so... The um 
the the weird thing is that they don't really haven't said how it happened. So it's not like they're gonna have to. Right, exactly. And and it's not like the point of sales portion of the target system was compromised. It's not like they hit one store. And it's not like they tapped one store's phone lines going out of the building. It's not like the NSA just dumped some data somewhere by accident. Somewhere, at a point where all of the credit card transactions go in some target server somewhere that's not connected to the internet, it goes to the internet, and that's where it was targeted, unsuspected for days. It's because they use uh, Warp 2. OS Warp? OS Warp. Something like that. OS 2 Warp? Yes. Yeah. That ancient... That would be funny if that was legitimately the real problem and the cause behind this. They still use it. But I wouldn't be surprised. It's been on for like 23 years. Yeah, my dad was using it recently. Really? Yeah, he tells me about it all the time. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Apparently that's when he he first started using OS 2 Warp at Target like 20 years ago when he started working there. And it's still around somewhere that in the background. That is so cool. Yeah. That's classic. No, it's absurd. No, it's classic. No. He's got class. He's got class I never knew he had. It, it happens occasionally, but not frequently. So, what do you think about the Target thing? Do you think this will make Target do something different, or what? Will this change anything? So, do you remember three years ago, four years ago, when the TJ Maxx Home Goods and Marshalls used Wi-Fi for their credit card. Yes, I do remember that. And a guy parked at the Harmar mm-hmm. and just read you know, the just unencrypted read. credit cards going over their wireless right. things. And, and, that's and then they decided fail. that to stop it from happening, they put banners up inside the store so you couldn't be in, directly behind the person in line. Like, they, they changed the way that it looked like when you checked out, and they said they fixed the issue by so switching the land. That's pretty bad. Yeah. No, it was a complete other thing. Never never messed with them. Um hmm. Yes, they lost a bunch of... They somehow were sued and had to make amends somehow. But it was a penny in the bucket of death. Right. And nobody stopped shopping. Nobody lost faith in them. Nothing happened. Now, so Target was getting besieged by, you know, callers and, and concerned buyers and shoppers. I would be concerned. And, and that's completely legitimate. But on the other hand, if you ask those same people, are you going to shop at Target sometime soon? They'll say yes, most likely. I can only boycott them for about a month. Right. After they tried to cuss me out over Black & Decker Jigsaw. Anyway, uh, I think the Target thing will not change anything in the long run. I wish it would, uh, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, people are still going to use it. Well, no, I mean, I'm, I, I want people to use it, but I, I just want uh, people to have new new carts. I want my NFC. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to help people. It won't. Because this wasn't a card issue. It wasn't some ambiguous error that Target does not want to tell anyone about. Yeah, their Warp OS was showing. <laughs> Somewhere. Where was it showing? I want to know. Publicly? Yeah, where? In the back. Go ping their servers for me. Didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> Saw that one coming. See, that's my signature. Everyone knows it. It's great. It works. Except for when it doesn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work. Uh, so what are you doing next week? So, uh, let's see. Next week... What's that, Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, that's in a, like four days or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I got work Monday, Tuesday. I have off. Wednesday I have off because I hear those are holidays. Yep. And then I'm back to work uh, the day after Christmas and Friday. And Saturday the store is closed for some weird reason. That's fine. Store is open. I'm there. Good. I'm you happy. should be there. I'm picking up hours. And so, do you, do you know this guy named Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> Next time. Yeah, please. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, when you're uh, under the uh, NSA watch list. 
Nah, he's already going. You you saw them licking each other. Metadata. Yeah. Uh, so, uh... Just play no. the quote and we, okay. we ignore the rest. So, we don't talk about it, we just play it. Here you go. Listen to this quote. Whatever you make out of it, good luck. How do you know when the bad guy who's using those same communications that my daughters use is in the United States trying to do something bad? The least intrusive way of doing that is metadata. Metadata has become one of the most important tools in the NSA's arsenal. Metadata is the digital information on the number dialed, the time and date, and the frequency of the calls. We wanted to see how metadata was used at the NSA. Analyst Stephen Benitez showed us a technique known as call chaining, used to develop targets. And so, call chaining, very important. Watch out. Don't call Matt. Okay, for the record, if I buy this Confederate pistol, it's a black powdered pistol and not regulated. Black powder is not, like, you can buy as many black powder things. There's only one regulation when you have black powder, and that is that you can't have over 50 pounds in one household. So, you could store 50 pounds for me? I could do that. It's it's the limit, the, 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 the regulation is on the powder itself, not on the firearms. You could go stockpile muskets and flintlocks all day long. Nobody cares. Until you start shooting people. Still assault with a deadly weapon. So don't, don't try to use that as, okay, so. No, um, let's just. No, let's, no, 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 can't, okay. can't do it. Anyway, uh, well, so do you know what uh, kind of special we're doing next week? I don't know when, but I hear it's going to have some star power. I, it's what I'm hoping for, and I, I hope some of that star power actually makes it to the show. And, Uninvited uh, Sam. Uh, we need Bailey. Yep. Me, so me, you, Bailey, and that's it. And probably an Ian Buck. Really? He'll be in the area, so yes. Tell him to bring Domino's money, and then Domino's. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah, make him buy Domino's for us. I don't think he will. I don't really want him to. Like, I could make him leave, and then we could just get it ourselves. I don't know. It'd be easier. <laughs> yeah, fine. And um, and, and so are we doing a show next week, or, or are we not? I assume we will um, do a show, like, sometime, and then another show after. Well... So it's not the holiday break that concerns me; it's the lack of the other of the, people writing the news for us to steal and quote. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll see what we do. But if there's no news, we won't do a show. If there is news, I'll do a show. As always, that's how we do things. Not always. Just just one week out of. The no, year. we need news to do with the show. Is that how the slow, show works? Slow week. Well, Bailey's got like stockpiled stories because he can do that kind of crap. Yeah, we can't do that. We yet. don't have foresight or forestall. The both of them gone. Whether you have the both canned. You saw that Mac Pro. It's deep. So deep and dark. Yes. Well, uh, where can we find you on the internet? Well, you can, Domino's. You can find me at the Domino's right now. Anywhere and also else? At and where else? Just added this week. Oh, okay. The iTunes. That's right. You can now find us on the iTunes. And of course, you can find me. If you hang. <laughs> Put the monitor down. <laughs> and, of course, you can find me, Ryan Ripperset, just about everywhere, especially on the Twitter and, of course, on the Google+, Plus, which is where I post many show notes throughout the week. And do you know what else I did on uh, the Google+, Plus this week? I have been posting pretty much all of the updates I've been doing to the website and other associated Nexus tools because the tools we write here for the Nexus are pretty cool, it turns out. So uh, look, f- look forward to seeing those. Yeah, that's all I know. I know something else. What? Joshua began custom making my order at 11:36. Okay, well, I hope. P.M. Okay, 
Are you good? Not yet. I don't have it. Okay. Well, I, I'm sure you'll have a good one. NPR. Who's NPR? Yeah, yuck. On Sunday evening, CBS's 60 Minutes took viewers behind the scenes at the NSA. The secretive spy agency that conducts electronic surveillance abroad is being criticized. That's what I got out of that. I want news from the source. Uh, YouTube. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I'm glad... (laughs) I'm glad that was so great. (laughs) Hey, God took care of that terrorist Mandela. I'll trade a Duck Dynasty to be rid of that commie scumbag. Did you put that in there yet? I hope we don't spice that. I'll just save it. Alright, so it's working, working, working. Oh, no. Yeah. I made it about 30 paces. Yeah, I know, but something happened. Dude, troll's up! Where's troll? It's outside. It's outside the fence. It, it's 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 just running around the outside. Oh, I'm getting it. Oh, shooting the troll. Shooting it. Shooting it. Shooting. Shooting. Oh, troll's dead. Oh, we got bronze. I still can't believe you want to talk about some G before you want to talk about some B. Airy. What could no? Just no, Blackberry. Blackberry comes first. It's much better than the photo.